Hello and welcome to a new season of Inglorious Artists with me, Peter Holland. This is episode number 41 of this side hustle of mine. A side hustle that doesn't pay anything. I haven't been talking to a lot of dancers or choreographers on this show before, and as a remedy for that, today I'm talking to this person. Hi, my name is Lydia Voss, and I'm Polish-Swedish choreographer, dancer, and dance teacher. So you are originally from Poland? Yes, I'm originally from Poland. So I'm a Polish citizen, but I'm also a Swedish citizen now. So I came, for the first time I came to Sweden in 2002. Uh, and the reason for it was that I got a contract with Skones Dance Theater as a dancer. So That is kind of unusual. Mm-hmm. Most of my guests, if they had have moved to Sweden, it's usually because, ah, well, I met a Swede. I, I got married or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's not usually... For work. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. In dance world, it can be very much. I right. have many friends from the dance world that uh, uh, they are in Sweden because of the contract, because of the job they got. Sure. So mm. it was like, it was a connection, a job connection that got mm. you to... Yes. Yeah. yeah Somebody recommended yeah, in you. In the beginning. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm. All right. But what if we go all the way back to, what, mm. what was it in back in Poland, back in the day when you were young that made you think the dance world, that's, that's for me and I'm going to... Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I really have to say that I don't remember myself that much. This is more from what my mm. uh, what I heard from my parents, that as a child, I was a very energetic s- child. So I don't know, right. <laughs> back many years, maybe people didn't talk about, you know, this adehade or things. I'm not mm. saying that mm. I had one, but I had a lot of energy. Mm. And I think in some point, like my parents wanted to put me into some, uh, like a hobby, that maybe would you know yeah. so I would be able to Something spend the energy, tire you. <laughs> and it just it just happened that my mother got in contact with a, a, a woman that she was running this like a, how would say um, free school for for children dance mm-hmm. dance school. Mm-hmm. So it would be like in the late afternoon or evening you would go there and and learn ballet. All right, and you so, were very young. Now. I was five years five, old. Five, yeah, then. okay, yes. okay. So I was a small child, and somehow I got hooked. Um, on it and and um, what happened also is this woman she was very um, dedicated to the work and then it felt like she was dedicated to the art of dance mm. so uh, she was looking at the children that she had in different groups because she had different ages different uh, yeah different ages um, and uh, when the children were getting closer to like nine years old uh, she would ask the parents, oh, could you consider to send a child to the exam, to a ballet school mm, in Warsaw? Mm, mm. So she was doing that. So I was not the first one. It did happen to people before me that they were asked, mm-hmm. like, would you like to go and, mm. you know, check, can you get through mm, this mm, mm, uh, mm, competition or the, the exam there? And then she also asked this question, my parents, because she thought that I have... Um, a talent so mm. she saw many things like you know uh, what they will check is like how flexible you are mm. do you have uh, like can you keep the rhythm or do you have some like expressions mm. or, mm-hmm. or or first of all do you enjoy dancing or moving of course yeah, yeah. Mm. 
so uh, and uh, back that time it was very very many people applying for the school this okay, year yeah, it yeah. has changed quite a lot but uh, it's okay. not quite the same is it because of the, the ballet form has been out of style for a while i think or? what is more now i think the parents they clearly can see that it's not a profession that will give you successful life in a way oh, you know no. if you think on the term of no. money it's, it's tough um, and it's short it's yeah. it's a very short career and it's very tough it's very demanding and it's not necessarily super well paid compared to maybe computer oh. business and things <laughs> <No>. like this. <laughs> so, uh, but there is also a lot of parents, as I understand also these days, that uh, they see this as something very, very special. Mm. So I think what happens then is that they start to push that children that direction because maybe that was their dream or they think that you know that the child gets to do something very uh, um, prestigious in a in a in a way yeah of course uh, but in mm. my case it was like i think i got hooked on it quite straight away yeah and they noticed it, that you loved it, it yeah. yeah and then i went through because it was like two different exams first time you were going there and they were cutting mm. people and then uh, if you were kind of good enough they asked you to come back after two month and then it was like a, a, another run mm-hmm. so I was accepted for the school um, yeah and then I start uh, I left uh, the, the the city called Puave which is like southeast um, mm-hmm. from Warsaw mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it's not so big city it's not that much happening there uh, um, yeah and I was 10 years old and I left the city <laughs> Uh, for ballet school to start a ballet school in Warsaw so I was living okay, there okay. in an internat oh, yes right. as oh. a, started as a 10 year old was that so, fun or was it scary um, at that point I, as I remember it, it was like I think the first year I was crying quite a lot every oh. Sunday I had to take the train back okay. uh, but my parents they they never said uh, you have to do it it was because I wanted to do it, that they let me, they yeah, supported yeah. that well, idea. Sure. Yeah. So they were always saying, you know, you just can quit anytime you, mm-hmm. you want. Mm-hmm. There was mm-hmm. another school, you know, there was another way to build up your life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. So it was, they were not uh, kind of, um, they didn't feel it's, uh, it's something that um, is this or nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I, as I, I remember, I was like, you know, I was just drying um, out the tears, mm-hmm. and I was saying, no, I will not give up. I no. love this, you know. I just felt that, I, I think I must have felt it that this is something that I really fe- felt like I could um, express myself uh, mm. in a way that maybe other things didn't really mm. let me. Mm, mm. Right. So I was going there constantly for nine years, and mm. then you know, with time, it's, it years. was yeah. The, the ballet school, proper ballet school, takes nine years. So wow. you start as a, nine, a ten year old, mm. and then you finish as you would finish gymnasium yeah, in Sweden. When you're so, an adult, and, yeah, yeah. So uh, as uh, in the poly, like how the education is built in Poland, I think you also have the school in Stockholm, the Royal Ballet School, oh, yeah, yeah. that all the practical. Uh, subjects like you know the ballet and the other type of dance mm-hmm. it's connected in the schedule together with all these other subjects so you will have the polish language and you have the okay. math and, yeah, and yeah. Okay. chemistry and all this mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so it all happens in the same building mm-hmm. so you have like a full mm-hmm. schedule mm-hmm. and the days become very long <laughs> oh, okay because you have a lot of extra things that uh, you have to cover mm. uh, the physical part of the school. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the profession. <laughs> um, we would have the ballet class, which was the main 
kind of mm. subject, mm. like eight o'clock in the morning, and the class yeah. goes on for like one hour and a half. Mm. That's the kind of standard of the class. But then you would have, a, you know, maybe then you go to the normal classroom and mm. <laughs> you have other after other classes, and then maybe after lunch you go back to like some partnering or okay. like folk dance or you do jazz class or because okay. my yeah. time I don't really know exactly how it functions now but my times we didn't have so much contemporary dance or something called no. modern dance right. it was kind of only kind of like uh, how say classical uh, yeah it styles. was mainly like a ballet con- like it's the ballet ballet or classical dances yeah know. but you did have like um, a ballroom dancing or something uh, like, like no, no not much on on that no oh, really? a bit oh, of okay. acrobatics and okay. then towards the end of my education so i finished the school 89 so just like so you know when in mm. time it was mm-hmm. um i had a little bit of a jazz classes but that was just kind of like a starting off new line in the school Okay, but still, yeah. the ballet, the classical ballet, was the main, uh, the main subject. Mm, the school was so a very traditional get, school. Yes, I guess, so yeah. you would get every single day one and a half class of mm-hmm, a ballet, and mm-hmm. then maybe the jazz would be twice a week, and the folk dance maybe twice a week, and mm-hmm. the partnering I don't know twice a week, and mm-hmm. reper- then you have also repertoire when you practice different things and mm. prepare different concerts or like you know uh, showings and uh, yeah. Mm. But when you say yeah. partnering, what what is that? Partnering is like when two people work work together so in the in the in the uh, classical ballet mm. it would be like the man lifting the woman or uh, making pirouettes okay. on the point yeah. shoes mm. you know is mm. this type of when you go up on your toes mm. actually i loved it it was so much fun no, okay. <laughs> 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 it was really great mm. that um, must be one of those things that you go the first you know when you uh, when your body just say no i can't do this anymore it must be the the, the pointing Thing. I didn't mind so much. For me, it came kind of naturally that I went away from it because um, after being quite for quite some years a ballerina, so actually after I mm. finished the ballet school, um, I got a contract with the Opera Bautista in Gdańsk. So I was mm. uh, I was working there for like I think four seasons, mm. and through those seasons, actually, I was able to go through the the, the all the biggest ballet kind of titles. Yeah, oh, the Swan so Lake, Swan and, Lake those, and Giselle yeah. and Coppelia and Don Quixote and oh, all, yeah. all this stuff. <laughs> uh, and we were touring quite a lot as well uh, with mm-hmm. the company. So it was fun. Mm. Uh, I really enjoyed myself. But then um, something happened. I always felt like that um, the ballet didn't really give you a freedom. Like this th- something no. started to really happen that, you know, this pointless work and, and this like... Um, uh, all these routines and the squareness that the ballet has. Mm, mm. Uh, back in time, then I didn't know that you could approach actually the ballet technique differently. Today, after all these years mm. and doing other things, mm. when I teach ballet classes, because I pro- I, I teach ballet classes yeah, yeah, for yeah. professionals, right. I have a completely a different approach to ballet. You can like mm, use mm. the modern technique, or the contemporary technique, you mm. know, to allow the body actually be a little bit more free. Even yeah, though you yeah. you you keep all the rules coming mm. from the classical ballet, but then many many years ago I had this like a proper school and and I can say that my school was very Russian based. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it was uh, many also <laughs> Russian teachers. I, were, I almost assumed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. but that must be because just time has passed and yeah. things yes. develop and everything develops. Yeah, yeah. I remember that uh, uh, when uh, I was just about to finish the school. Uh, I got in contact for the first 
time I could see a work from Mats Ek and that was the videotape, you know, that we were actually called into a room and there was a TV and a video uh, a machine. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, there was a teacher actually saying like, come here and see what the world has to offer. Uh, and we could mm -hmm. see, you know, the work from Amatsek. I can't remember if it was Giselle or, or Swan Lake. Mm -hmm. But I remember that feeling that, oh my God, this is like another world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you have to yeah. understand that 89 in Poland, mm -hmm. it was like, you know, to have a passport. It's not that you were not allowed, but... Mm. Not many people were allowed or like mm. had it very easy to, to mm. go abroad, especially West. East was easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Czech Republic yeah. and Bulgaria, maybe Hungary. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know, even going like uh, West Berlin or mm. going, you know, it was, it, it was still very much another world. Mm. And then you have to also understand there was no internet. There was no, no YouTube. No. There was nothing. <laughs> so the videotape actually was. The way to yeah, there was a window see. to the world. Yeah. Exactly. Mm, yeah. yeah. So uh, you you said you were touring uh, with that uh, company. In Gdańsk. Yeah, we were touring uh, quite a lot, actually. All around Europe? Or uh, no, it was mainly Germany and a little bit in Denmark and Switzerland. Oh, okay. And that uh. was, you know, this typical thing around Christmas that everyone wants to watch. The, yeah, okay. uh, What do you say in Swedish? Oh, the Nutcracker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nutcracker, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, of course, this is like something that uh, is so popular around mm. Christmas and mm. we had it in the repertoire, so we were touring quite a lot with mm. that. Mm -hmm. <gasps> It was long tours. Uh, could uh, yeah. So actually, it was some single Christmas that uh, I was out on tour. Mm, mm. <laughs> I didn't go back home for Christmas because we were uh, no. Having of course, shows. you yeah. were working. Yeah, oh, mm. uh, you have to take every yeah. job you can get. I yeah. suppose. You know? But that was also something like okay, this is you know this is the world. Mm. It started there that you you know you you uh, you could understand that yeah. There is another world. <laughs> yeah. Did you feel when you were touring that, okay, I want to live somewhere else than Poland someday? Um, you know, I think I was... Um, a lot of things happened by like a coincidence, I mm. think, for me. Like, mm. for example, this lady that I was, uh, you know, lucky enough maybe to, to meet. Mm. And then she saw my talent mm -hmm. and she supported, yeah. you know, the idea of going to Warsaw. Um and then I think on the way was also happening because I I I am I am quite shy person and I am not this like uh, very how do you say I think I'm braver now than mm. I was then mm. but still uh, you're um, not a risk taker maybe no not really no. Uh, so I don't think I really dared even like mm. you know it's like yeah I was going out on tour but there is Poland and there mm. I have my safe place yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like mm. uh, uh, my safe haven yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, so. As I said, there was some coincidence that that kind of pushed me to take new directions. And today I can say that even if the situation itself sometimes wasn't maybe super pleasant for mm -hmm, me, mm -hmm. after a while I understood how good that this happened. Because if it wouldn't, mm -hmm. I would not take this new turn. Right. I would not dare no, to yeah. take the chance, you know, to try something else. Mm. Um, so sometimes it is like this that maybe something that feels a big drama right now mm -hmm. from a distance mm -hmm. you, you you realize that well it was for you know it it had a reason yeah 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 yeah, mm. yeah I, I can definitely yeah. relate to that yeah. and it did mm. happen to me quite a few times uh, mm. uh, when I th think of my 
uh, dance career, if you can say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the professional life, yeah. Which which mm. then means that you don't really plan anything. You really, you don't you you don't look five years ahead and say in five years I'm gonna be that. Or do you just mm. approach every new year being like? Let's see what this year has to offer. If somebody, some something comes by me and an offer comes uh, along, then I'll go with that. It's more mix, I think. You know, since I um, uh, stopped at Skones Dance Theater where I had uh, a permanent contract, so. Mm. Uh, now we are mixing a little bit the story, but anyway, <laughs> uh, when I came to Sweden in 2002, um, I got my contract and then actually with just a first time the contract was like a one year mm. because I felt um, that uh, I wasn't ready. I was not quite sure how it will feel to go away from Poland and no, establish yeah, yourself no. somewhere else. So I took one year contract mm. uh, and then after one year I went back to Poland. So I had my contract still in Poland with the company. Oh, yeah, okay. uh, yeah. Mm. which calls Polish Dance Theatre, lovely company based in Poznań in Poland. Oh, yeah, so I've been right. working for quite some years for, for them. Mm. Uh, and then I was taking kind of leave of absence from that company to come to Sweden mm -hmm. and have the first year with Skones Dance Theatre. Uh, so after this year, I went back to Poland and after half a year, I felt, then I really clearly felt, no, I cannot breathe here. Mm. It really came. And mm. also I was in this very comfortable situation that the boss uh, from Skones Dance Theater, uh, when I, after one year, when I uh, went back to Poland, she said to me, there is, you know, the door is open for you. If you decide to mm, mm, come back, mm. you're so welcome. Uh, so I didn't right. need to audition. I didn't need, I just needed mm. to uh, make the phone call yeah, and say, okay, mm. I'm ready to, mm. to take the contract again. Mm. I don't think, that's kind of, you know, it doesn't happen very often no, <laughs> that you have no, this. No. Uh, oh. So after half a year, I felt like, no, I'm ready to close everything after me in mm, Poland mm, um, yeah. and then go back to Sweden. Uh, and that was uh, very much connected then. I was, uh, what was it? I was like 33. And then as a dancer, your career is not so very long. Mm. Uh, then I felt very much that... Um, if I don't take this chance now, you know, there will not be later because mm. the years are just passing so yeah, fast. Yeah. So I knew that the company in Poland can't quite offer the same excitement mm -hmm, or the mm. same possibilities mm. as the Swedish company will mm, okay. in terms of the choreographers you will work with, the, con the working conditions, the possibilities to grow and mm. meet new teachers mm. so there was so many different elements that um that i felt okay this is this is it that's it that's the chance yeah. you have to grab it yes. plus i really actually um i really genuinely like sweden mm. as a mm. country mm. i felt that uh, it was so many elements that i i just felt wow this is a great country to live mm. but the um the work as a choreographer, is that something that came organically through mm. the years? Like when you danced less and less and then when it made a transition to be a choreographer? Or, mm. or did you do choreography work in back in Poland as well? Or did uh, then it was very little. I can say in Poland it was like a miniature, like mini, mm -hmm. mini, pity, mini <laughs> things. There was a little work I did uh, for um, a, a theater group. Mm -hmm. So I was supporting a little bit of uh, like movements uh, for them. And then we had uh, for one year uh, together with two friends, we had a kind of group that we started to 
build up something. So we, we had like a one, uh, I don't know, little production. So that was all. Um, no, but I, uh, going into the choreography, uh, I will say that uh, Sweden is the, uh, that was Sweden that mm-hmm. happened. Mm. Uh, and actually it happened, uh, uh, we got an offer from uh, um, from the uh, the company director, she had this idea to create something called lunch dance. Mm-hmm. So it's a concept yeah, that I is still running that. actually, it, yeah. uh, because it's very popular. It's very popular. The public really likes it. Mm. So her idea was: uh, could this lunch dance can be like an, a, a bridge for also dancers mm-hmm. to be able to express themselves mm-hmm. or try mm-hmm. out, you know, like a, a new profession? Mm. Or, yeah. Mm. Uh, so I thought actually that was a really really good way to because maybe if I wouldn't get that possibility, probably I would not do what I'm doing today working as a professional choreographer yeah. and doing a work for mm. professional companies. Mm. Um, so that was another go-with-the-flow kind yes, of situation. Exactly. Yeah. But then the funny thing about was that, uh, uh, so she kind of had an open question if people would be interested to take a part of it. And then it was few of us, I can't remember how many, but I was one of them. And then I really felt like, okay, I have to grab this possibility because it doesn't happen every day, mm. but kind of, Inside me, I was not quite sure that this is, you know, I was very scared. I didn't think mm-hmm. like, no, I can't, mm-hmm. you know, I can't. No, I don't have, I don't have the skills. I don't, I know so little about how to do choreography mm-hmm. because, you know, to be a dancer is mm-hmm. one thing, mm-hmm. but to be the creator, the choreographer, I mean, is a completely other thing. Yeah. I guess you got to have some affinity for it, like I guess, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think yeah. it's the same as, you know, being an actor doesn't mean that you have to be a director. No, or even more a scriptwriter. Yeah. That's yeah, the exactly. direct, you know, the, the creator on the ground floor. Mm-hmm. Really. Yeah. So, no. But then I had an idea to create a duet. So it was, I was dancing myself in it together with a, 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 um, a friend, a guy. Mm. Um, and then we started to rehearse and kind of like halfway through, I had this crazy idea about using music from Swan Lake. So it's like a big music, very, very well known mm-hmm. from the second act. And uh, and I wanted to create kind of like a, a, a modern version of that music, you know, to create oh, okay. a duet. Mm. And then uh, I can uh, today I really feel that it was the big exp- inspiration was coming from Mats Ek and his Swan Lake. Mm. And uh, yeah, anyway, like a halfway through this creation, uh, I just said to the, my partner, uh, the guy working with mm. me, you know, I think, I don't think I'm able to continue. Mm-hmm. I, I just felt like it wasn't going the right way. And it was like, it's, you know, I just felt like, no, this is not good enough. I can't kind of stand up for this, what we are doing. Mm. I was putting, I, I'm quite kind of hard on myself. I become better now with years, but I am quite demanding. <laughs> but you're a creative um, person. You, you're an artist. <laughs> we all are. <laughs> It w- yeah. Was this like halfway through the project somewhere? Yeah, and the duet was like maybe all together, I think, seven minutes. So, you know, we yeah. had a Everybody little bit. Everybody gets and that. Was, uh... <laughs> As somebody who's making an illustration or a painting or somebody who's a filmmaker making a movie, in the middle of the project, everybody feels, this is shit. This is yeah, the worst exactly. thing ever. I, I, can't, I didn't I want can't to say it's this. like this, but yeah, yeah. that's how I felt about it. Yeah, so that it's yeah. we just have to know that that's going to show up. We're going to get that depression yeah. and we got to just... M- 
get through it and finish. Yeah. <laughs> and but then was I didn't realize that it was actually the partner. He was he forced me to finish it. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Said, you need he somebody. He said you're not something. right. You are going right direction. Yeah. You just allowed yourself to keep going. Exactly. And we yeah. have done it and the duet become like very well received mm. and it was, you know, fun. Yeah, and it the, turned out fun, the next year the question came again who would like to choreograph something mm. and I did it again. Mm. And with it was another duet. And then with that duet, actually, uh, I applied for the competition in Hanover for young choreographers. Mm -hmm. And I was invited to the competition. Oh, so okay, okay. I didn't really get like first, second or third prize. But still, I, mm -hmm. I was invited yeah. as one of uh, not very many yeah. applying for. Yeah. So, yeah, so mm. I was in the competition uh, and it was fun. Yeah. But have you felt that sense? Mm. Like every, mm. uh, can you can you recognize what I just talked about in in every project you do? That in the middle somewhere you feel like ugh. Yeah, and if it is always the middle, I can't really say. But or two -thirds usually, maybe. <laughs> but actually, I I have to say that uh, like lately, the few last years, I really try. I really try to not go there. I really mm. try to, you know, more take an advantage of every single day and enjoy it as much yeah. as I can. Mm. Have fun. Mm. So Have fun with it, of course. Yeah, Have fun with That's it. I think so that important. was like something that happened on the way for me that I was not in a good place for a while. And from that experience, I really felt that really the life is too short to be too hard on yourself mm -hmm. constantly. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, today I can really see clearly that when I was still dancing full time, I still do dance a little bit, but it's mm. not full time dancing, mm. that because I was so demanding on myself, because I was so unhappy with myself all the mm. time, I couldn't watch recordings with myself yeah. or pictures yeah. of mm. myself mm. uh, because nothing was good enough for mm. me, mm. like what what I was doing, that I really missed so much because of that. Yeah. I missed that. I mean, I enjoy performing, so don't take me wrongly. Like mm. I enjoyed mm. performing, mm. but but there was also a lot of joy that I took away from myself, mm. Mm. being just the stuff. Yeah, yeah. Instead, just to grab the you know every single moment mm. and just turn it into, because in the end, how fun! I mean, it it is a funny profession. You know, not mm. everyone can stand out there on stage no. and you know mm. and get to do things no, <laughs> as no. we get to do. No, exactly. So, it's a yeah. privilege, and <laughs> yeah, if we, mm. if we get to do it, if somebody says you're good enough do this mm. you know and then i i, I also because uh, like from outside i never had i really never had a reason to even think of this i mm. was i really have to say that i didn't even like allowed all this positive things come to me mm. you know mm. because my own kind of blocking system was like no no i was not good enough even no. though yeah. the comments and this you know positive things i was receiving quite a lot yeah so uh, mm. yeah mm. yeah well you have to listen to them uh, yeah today i noticed but mm. then i didn't no i and and, right. and what can you do now i can change it so the only thing i can do now to think differently mm. for, for the things that i have to do right now and mm. enjoy them and i do in a very very different way yeah uh. no i just guess you have to be realistic about it and if a lot of people are saying positive things about what you do you have to listen to them and then also realize that it's going to be 
maybe two out of ten that doesn't like what you're doing, and and then just realize, well, that doesn't matter. No, just, just keep I mean, doing it's it. Like, it's not uh, for them then. No, I, and, <laughs> you know? and because uh, yeah, like quite some time ago, I, I it would be very easy for me. Like it was enough that someone would not make a comment, you know, and if person doesn't make a comment <laughs> it doesn't mean that disliked mm. it you know it's just not everyone kind of feels maybe <laughs> uh, brave enough as, uh, no, actually yeah, brave to approach enough, sure, you and yeah. say something so uh, yeah so today i can i can really mm. see that and then also today i can i always keep saying that you know i don't love everything either mm. No, no, exactly. Not everything is for everyone. No, so, you no. know. As you say, it's not my cup of tea. No. Not everything is my cup of tea, as for other people yeah. as well. So, yeah. To no. focus more on the one that actually are happy with what you do and and yes. receive and take in the the comments that, that does happen, that people, you know... Because now as a freelancer, I'm working in different type of projects. So it's not working only with professionals. I mm. also work with amateurs in a way. So mm -hmm. I do create works for amateurs. Mm. And then, you know, like the, the, the joy or when you see the people, like the bodies turning into something else and mm -hmm. people saying, oh, I never... You know, I, I, I felt, I thought I was just like a head with glasses. I didn't think I have a body that I can <laughs> actually like... Mm, cooperate yeah. no, with no no some people are like that they don't have the connection no no but it's amazing and mm. then you know like when you work with people and suddenly they 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 find those things and mm. for me okay then i think my way of thinking you know about the body mm. and also um uh how to say uh selling this to other people mm. it must be something right there Oh yeah, yeah. Because exactly. things happen to them, so yeah. you succeed uh, yeah, in, in yeah, letting them find yeah, themselves yeah, in, yeah. in themselves. Let's mm. say, but um, to your point, do you? And I guess you're going to say no now. But do you think uh, there are people who are like hopeless cases when it comes to dancing and movement? Like they are just born with two left feet, and you can't do anything with them. I mean, uh, everyone can move. Mm. I mean. Even if people that maybe has some disabilities, sure, still yeah. they can they can move. And I have met uh, uh, in one of the projects. I was like a, a choreographer in residence in Hackfosh up mm -hmm. north, mm -hmm. <laughs> very interesting place. Mm -hmm. But I spent there six weeks with three dancers working. Uh, one of the groups we worked. It was uh, excuse me, my Swedish Serskulan. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I have no idea what you say in English, even. Uh, no, what would you say? Like this, a special needs class? Special yeah. needs class, yeah. yeah, exactly. And that was really kind of life-changing experience oh, right. to work with them. So it was people with physical disabilities? Yeah, yeah doing, children. Children, 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 yeah. children. children. So you mm. had to find every individual's way of moving we and find sitting, what they could do. Yeah, we had like one group was the one more movable kind of, and we had them uh -huh. in the studio, and the other group wasn't moving so much so we would sit by the table with them mm -hmm. and do like a, sing, a simple tasks mm -hmm. little choreograph like a choreography etude you you could say mm. and then 
what they were finding by the table, you know, that they started to actually remember the pattern of the movements. Mm -hmm. We were creating the movements together, mm. sometimes inspired by a book, sometimes inspired by something else or their mood. Mm -hmm. But it was this girl sitting in the wheelchair and, and, you know, like it could be one day that after three minutes she said, oh, they are so trot. Mm, yeah. You know, like she said, I'm so tired, I cannot continue. Yeah. Uh, but then suddenly she picks up the energy again. And mm -hmm. then we had this uh, little choreography with like a little uh, posse. What do you say? Posse. In, a bag. In, yeah. A little bag with mm -hmm. sand. You mm -hmm. know, like you can use them for like throw them up in the mm -hmm. air or something. Mm -hmm. And we were doing like a little uh, choreography with them. And one of the movements was to place it on your head. Mm -hmm. And then her first reaction was like, Mena de Gorinte. She said, like, no, it's impossible for mm -hmm. me to take this with my hand and place it on my okay, head. Okay, because her, her arm could Because, move like, she like thought that. that there is no, like, enough movie, like movement yeah, yeah. maybe okay. in her shoulder. I don't know exactly uh, what okay. that was. But then we said, you know, like, but just try. Mm. And then this is like, I still get these goosebumps really, mm -hmm. like, because she did. Mm. And she placed it. And she actually could balance this on her head mm. until she decided to move the head forward and then the, yeah. the bag would fall on mm. the table. Mm. And just this expression on her face mm. when she realized mm. that she did something, she thought it was impossible. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it was many moments, this kind of, that they, that, um, uh, where I was going but uh, yeah your question was about like if there is a people that you know that really has two left feet <laughs> mm -hmm. no 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 when I asked a question mm. I was thinking like totally abled bodied people who just mm. think feel like I, mm. I, I don't know how I mean to move, not I everyone can't. has the same uh, uh, easiness or like uh, yeah exactly or the, uh, I, I should not say talent but more like uh, um, um, uh I mean, we are create, created differently. We have different backgrounds behind us. Some people train a lot, some doesn't. Some, mm. you know, it, it's also very much depending on what you have in your luggage with you yeah. as a starting point. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, and I think a lot about when you... That's why, uh, like, when people call classes dance class, mm. uh, sometimes I really react on because I think that not always it's for good no. because people get very scared. Yeah, it's movement is, class, maybe. Exactly. Great example is when I work as a, um, a guest teacher at a theater academy here mm -hmm. in, in, in Malmö, and I meet the students there. And they also, they come from different backgrounds. There are some people that mm. feel very comfortable with movements, and there is a people that actually uh, say to me one day, uh, yeah, but actually I have a problem what is right and left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, if you have a problem, let's do an exercise. And mm. then we start to say, I say like right hand, you know, mm. left arm or mm. left leg or, yeah, I don't know, look to the right. Mm -hmm. And we kind of practice just yeah, like yeah. react the body. Mm. But I think that from the beginning, they kind of build this uh, a border mm. just because mm. they think dance it has to be something about like you know you have to be so skilled to be able to dance yeah. and yes maybe but on the other hand as a human we do have some natural way of moving mm. and that's the starting point mm. so i often feel that because people start to have this attitude from the beginning like you know like i cannot 
I never danced in my life. I can't dance. Mm, mm. I said, I'm not asking you to dance because they also scared very much about uh, memorizing movements. Yep. So I also talk a lot about <laughs> this. You know, it's not mm. as scary as you think. Let's practice. There is mm. different tools that can actually help you. Yeah. So what I do with students often, we build little stories that will help you to um, remember the movements, mm. remember mm. the pattern. Yeah, and that's very uh, helpful for acting students, students of course, mm. because uh, we remember things uh, connected to something else. To, you know, yeah, exactly. We remember the, yeah. the line connected to the blocking mm. where mm. we are mm. on stage at that moment in time. And uh, and that, of course, you know, to your point, helps mm. in that situation. But I, yeah, I, I think a lot of um, actors who go to school to become an actress, they just feel, I, I just want to act. I don't want to do this dancing mm. thing. But, but, uh, it, the, but it's the, so yeah. helpful because... Yeah, yeah. But these days, can... you know, there is no there is no way that you can get away from that. No, no, Because absolutely. the theater yeah. turns so much into a physical physical work. Yeah, you need the movement yeah. because sometimes you're going to play somebody mm. else who move in a completely mm, different yeah. way. So you have to realize that okay i have to change the way i move to be this mm. this other person mm. like what do what do they lead with do they lead with mm. the forehead or the the shoulders or whatever mm. you know that kind mm. of simple mm. things like that mm. um I, but I, also like uh, sorry but just to help the actors actually to to feel a bit more confidence so it doesn't even have to mm. go into character necessarily no. but like how can you feel more confident in your own body mm. how can you mm. open up more space inside your body to yeah. be more movable yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah 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 so things like this so we do a lot of different practices yeah <laughs> things you probably yeah. didn't realize you could do no, sometimes no like. <laughs> so it's uh, often like when i show something the first reaction will be like oh, no we can't do it mm-hmm. as you can you just give yourself chance actually to yeah. try first do you do uh, a lot of uh, improvisation uh, as well so yeah. the class is very much a mix of uh, but i try to also have like a proper exercises you could say like mm. I, the, the movements i put it in certain um uh, I would say pattern mm. because also mm. that helps them to you know just the fact of learning that pattern I think is a good way mm. to understand a little bit more how the f- bo- the flow in the body happens so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but improvisation absolutely yeah but we also I try to have like a um, a little choreography mm-hmm. that could mm-hmm. maybe be connected with uh, some object or prop or something. So we develop different patterns yeah, with yeah, that yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we do different things. But also we have a proper physical uh, exercises. And my favorite that actually works um, for the students, and I used to be quite good with it, even though they think they can't make it from the beginning, is the planka challenge. <laughs> Okay. So they stand. Uh, we stand in a plank for five minutes, but we keep changing positions. So oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it become like the five minutes of the class. It's that. So mm. everyone sweats a lot, and then you're happy <laughs> after that. <laughs> but they also realize that how fast you start to build up the strength actually from this. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's uh, isometric uh, exercises. Mm. Yeah, that has gained some popularity through the years. But yeah. somebody, uh, some some trainer. Uh, made a point about that though that uh, that it's not really that useful as an exercise for strength training because if it's a challenge for somebody to mm. do it then it could be dangerous for, for mm. the back and something and if it's not a challenge it doesn't do enough for you so it's, mm. <laughs> i think his point was like don't do yeah. it for those reasons because but, either yeah. it's going to be too much or too little 
Yeah, but I mean, the, the way uh, I offer <laughs> to the students to do it is that we don't stay for five minutes in one position. No, no. So we keep yeah. changing the position. So actually mm. you do involve different muscles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 A 20 yeah. second mm. one is doing a lot already. Oh. So, mm. Um, but it's not for everybody. Uh, I mean, it's not everything is for everyone. I mean, mm. it is like this as well. So I always talk about this because it's very easy that you can kind of let go with your lower back and then you get this like unhealthy yep. kind of yeah, uh, yeah. problem. So yeah. you have to do it Slip in a, a proper way as well. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Mm. Uh, no, but improvisation is, of course, a great way to get past those uh, mm. barriers. So you don't mm. have to, you know, it's, you don't have to be scared about remembering some choreography mm. and or whatever and you, but it's good to practice in the school because yeah. that's what will happen in your professional life yes exactly and, and but it's also have like, that, that mm. sense of freedom when yeah. you're in school yeah because so that's what i was to say to people that you know like you need to be prepared for anything because you mm. can't later on you can't excuse yourself say sorry i can't do this mm. Because it's part of your job. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. will meet choreographers. You will meet directors that work with very much like a physical theater. Yeah. And these days, it's like most of the place actually has movements. Yeah, yeah. Not only that. I mean, I, I've heard, mm. I heard that said about um, about singing as well. Uh, yeah. Like uh, yeah. actors who said, mm. I, I, I just, I just want to act. I don't need to be able to mm. sing because mm. they hated to do it or felt like it, they, it was a a challenge from the, mm. for them to learn. And that's probably true. If you're that person, you probably don't have to sing that much, but it's good to have it in your toolbox. Uh, mm. to it be opens able to up more it. possibilities exactly. for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and that mm. just trains your voice uh, mm. for speaking as well. So, yeah. you know, mm. and movement opens up, mm. <laughs> you know, moving and acting in, in yeah. different ways. It is funny. Like I always test this with each year I meet uh, and we learn how to fall in a way that you don't hurt yourself. Yeah, for example, that's super, and they become yeah. better. I mean, it's really cool to see, you know, that the, how how it looks the first day, and then after some weeks mm, of mm, work, mm. that they have such a confidence with, you know, it can look dangerous, but they don't get bruises from. No, right. Yeah. Okay, so you do that in movement class because yeah, yeah. I learned that in stage combat class, so that it was separate, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like I have to say that I got quite a lot of freedom from the from the school how mm. I run my course. So yeah, also, yeah. Mm. I, I've been there already for I think. Four years, mm. so I have got quite uh, many students out <laughs> yeah. out there now. They're in the wild. Uh, yeah, because in the beginning I had both second and third year, and uh, but okay. then after mm. a while we realized that actually second year is a better year to mm -hmm. get this course mm -hmm. because um, uh, it feels like the third year starts to be too much focus on on their uh, ending exam. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So they, want, the, they don't want to be yeah, distracted so from it. it. Felt, yeah. So now we might just have like a reminder, you know, just mm -hmm. like a one week with the third oh, year yeah, that okay. reminds them mm. the kind of basics again. Mm. Uh, but I also clearly see that the course has been transforming mm. through the years because I started also realize more and more things for myself, meeting different students. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Okay. So it does look different than the one, the very first one I did four years ago. You no, know, yeah. of course, mm. you develop yourself mm. yeah, and uh, yeah. your techniques for teaching, yeah. I guess. But also uh, meeting, yeah. like I also work more with, uh, I had quite a few meetings with directors working on the side of directors in right, yes. dramatic theater. Yeah, and that's yeah, also yeah. experience that, you know, that I bring with me mm, uh, mm, later mm. on to the students. Yeah, mm. of course. My experiences with movement and dance as a concept is very checkered in my past. I, I've had difficulties with it, but
but I found that I really loved movement class as well because that was a freer way. Mm. I, that, that was something that felt um, that I felt more connected to and that I actually enjoyed doing. And I it tended to uh, be something that I found that I was pretty good at it as mm. well because that was all improvisation. I didn't have to think about anybody else basically, and we we mm. got really interesting uh, exercises like. Okay, you're going to move from this end of the room to that end of the room, stay as close to the ground as possible, mm-hmm. and act as though there is an invisible force stopping you to do mm-hmm. that. And just go with that. And and, and doing those kind of things, mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy, because uh, mm-hmm. I just go with it. But then there are those more structured dances. That's, that's when it just goes awry for me uh we had ballroom dancing classes mm. and uh at one point i almost stormed out of the room and said i can't do this and the teacher had to almost like physically grab me come on no peter you can do it you know <laughs> uh but i think throughout my school years like as a child up to uh acting class uh acting school uh, I probably learned several ballroom dances, like you know the standard ones, the, the waltzes, the foxtrots, the cha-chas, whatever, several times. But I, I couldn't tell you how to do them today. I, they just go in one ear and out the others, and uh, you usually have so little time as well. Like as soon as I start to learn the, the steps. We have to move on to something else. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. now you know the basics uh, for blues dancing. No, I don't. I just, mm-hmm. I just now started to learn what my right foot is supposed to do. And then you have another person. You have your mm-hmm. partner, and that mm-hmm. is a whole different mm-hmm. level to it. And that's where I, f- I find that I have uh, difficulties to remember steps, and then also have another person mm-hmm. to, you know. So but it, it yeah. comes also with practice. Oh yeah, and you need it's the body memory that you develop. Yeah. You know, like as an actor, because uh, we have as dancers, I think this more, most typical question mm-hmm. from a, a normal person, mm-hmm. <laughs> it would be, "How can you remember all the steps?" It's mm-hmm. very typical. Yeah. So I always memory. say it's the same. Like you know, our memory, how to memorize movements, you mm-hmm. can com- compare to actor memorizing, you know, tons of text. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing yeah, yeah. that you you learn a technique and you develop some some kind of body memory and. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you can just say to yeah. that person, mm-hmm. "Well, how do you remember how to ride a bicycle <laughs> or a, mm-hmm. a car and remember all mm-hmm. the?" You know the rules it, and traffic rules. It, and, you yeah, know. <laughs> and then if you imagine that uh, you know, for for if you go this traditional way as a dancer, you start as a ten year yeah, old, and yeah. you have for nine years you practice. Mm. You know, you practice the body memory, mm. yeah, and the body awareness. So you kind of can feel every single muscle almost. You know what to do, how to balance, yeah. how to yes, uh, and yeah. that's mm. why mm. you get the feeling that some people are more uh, have more affinity for something than than others mm. if you if you do a ballroom dancing class mm. and a lot of people in in it seem like they they're naturals mm. but yep i got it and then they do it and and then i'm like i can't do this i don't have the, the talent apparently mm. well i haven't had the interest and i haven't done mm. it uh, a lot and maybe but they you have, have talent for you know, something else then for you something know, else. we are yeah, made yeah. for different things yeah so, exactly yeah. so mm. so sometimes it's to accept but uh, mm. but i will say also with uh, with uh, movements and dance <laughs> it's a matter of practicing as well yeah yeah of course it is mm. but uh, then the abilities of course the start that from the from the uh, starts what 
what you're able to do, not or what mm. you have talent for. Mm. Of course, it counts as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. But uh, thus far, I uh, knock on wood, <laughs> I haven't <laughs> had that many problems with uh, with moving. Uh, I'm, uh, actually, I'm one of those people who are kind of hypermobile, even so. Uh, I have more more problem with being able to move too much. <laughs> <something>. Okay. <laughs> It's going to be a problem probably uh, down the down the line if I don't strength, strengthen my body mm-hmm. because it's you know I almost have two weak muscles so I can do too much. You know. um, but what are your when it comes to that? Like, what are your best tips for people to take care of their their bodies and have them uh, be as uh, well the, the longevity I guess when it comes to being a dancer or even just a person uh, or an actor mm-hmm. or whatever when you have to use your body well, how do you stay fit and healthy and not do too much or you know? mm-hmm. so I have to say that I had a very interesting experience with um, uh, making the decision to uh, go on the dance pension as you say the, the re- to retire from a dance oh, yeah, yeah, being yeah. like full-time dancer mm-hmm. that you basically work six uh, hours per day mm-hmm. you are physical mm-hmm. six hours per day mm-hmm. um, and then when I stopped um, you kind of I don't know I was not quite prepared for this I thought because I've been moving my whole life I started as five years old mm-hmm. you know taking classes through my whole life. Mm. So, of course, the body was very strong. Yeah. Uh, and then I thought, I took it for granted. I thought, yeah, I have yeah. a strong body. That's it. I yeah. don't have to maintain so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, I started to realize, hmm, actually, I have to. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just think that, I don't know, it, today I can just laugh about it because how could I not be aware of this, mm. but for some reason, you know, because mm. it mm. belongs so much to my everyday life. Yeah, you then you feel like it, yeah. it's it's like kind of natural. You own it. Yeah, yeah. but and no, then it, it is, took me yeah. the transition. I have to say that it took me a little while to really realize because as a dancer, when I was employed in different companies, my training was always planned, so I didn't need to fight for it. I didn't need to organize anything myself. I had yeah. the morning class organized by the company so that was another thing okay as a freelancer how do i do that in malmo we are very fortunate here in because we have a place called dance centrum that is running uh, classes like morning classes for uh, daily morning classes for professional dancers Mm -hmm. so of course you can go there every morning you you can be a member and take classes. Yeah, and it's in uh, the same building as the theater school, so you yeah, can, yes, <laughs> it's yes, close for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but of course, when you go away, you know, when you like travel and things, like you have to figure out how do you keep up the training. Yeah, yeah. But also, so it took me quite a while to really organize all this, mm. to really plan my day, to do the routines, and and. Uh, but after a while, I also felt like mm, I, I I want to also try something else, and then. It started to grow my interest for a gym. So mm-hmm. I've become addicted to a gym actually right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, since quite some years, uh, I went very much into like uh, strength training and cardio training as well, oh, yeah. which I haven't done much as a dancer. Well, I mean, you, I did like push ups, <laughs> I did the floor work and things. But then when I started to mm. go for the strength classes and started to lift the bar actually, mm. um, 
uh, I realized, no, I'm not strong. And I realized as well, I don't have a stamina. In the cardio um. class, like 60 minutes, of, after 45 minutes, I had to stop because I thought I will just, like, you know, die. Oh, that's interesting. Interesting, yeah. yeah. Because as a, da- because as a dancer, again, you, that's cardio dance class, for hours. <laughs> dance class gives you certain things. Yeah. That the gym will not give you, and the opposite. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, mm. So, uh, and you were asking, like, how to keep that. So, I, my, uh, what I could say is that gym is a good thing, mm. but be active is a good thing. And mm. these days, also, there is a big kind of discussion about uh, or talking about how healthy the dance in general, whatever the dance is. Mm is for a human being mm. that there is a lot of research done that you know that you start to develop a part of your brain that there is no other activity that actually is working uh, okay. yeah, because yeah. you work mm. with certain memory yeah, so yeah. you stimulate yeah. your actually your brain and i had a very interesting experience creating a work for pensioners non-dancers i was commissioned uh, by Scones Dance Theatre to create mm. a work. So I had a group of eight people. It was two men and six women uh, in age f- all from 60 to 74. Oh. And I created a work for them, yeah. which in the end became a little bit over 20 minutes long. Mm. All was set. Mm. And when I said that, it was a music and mm. there was a steps mm. set on counts, if you understand what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it was not much. Im- there was a little bit of improvisation mm. here and there. Mm. But it was like a proper performance, yeah, dance yeah. performance. Yeah, yeah. And I remember we were like in the beginning meeting like every second weekend and it was going on for quite a while and then it was more often. But in the beginning, the reaction was very much when I said, okay, and we will have another part now. Mm. They said, Lydia, but this is not possible. We can't remember all this. Mm -hmm. I said, yes, you can. Mm -hmm. And they started to talk very much about this, how tired they were after the meetings we had. At the same time, they were saying that they really felt that something was happening in their brains, mm. that they were getting sharper. Mm. It made them tired, but at the same time, they were getting sharper. Mm. And they thought mm. that this the physicality of dancing, also the way you use your brain mm. to memorize the movements, or also how to not just memorize the movements, but also understand the logic in the body, mm. Mm. all the actions you are doing, mm. Mm. that I guess kind of started to use another part of their brain. Yeah, probably. You know, yeah, yeah, that it made them. So that was like, I didn't need to do a research. Actually, it did happen yeah. to me yeah. working with yeah. those people. Yeah. yeah no, and it no, was no, amazing what, what actually the achievement they did. It was fantastic. We even went to London to perform it, actually. It would become oh, very okay. popular. So, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, of course, I, I guess yeah. that's, uh, it's a novelty, like, come watch the senior citizens dance, you know, mm. it's, uh, it's going to mm. draw a crowd, I guess. Um, no, but I suppose what I talked about before with people who are not mm. movers, really, and not dancers, and uh, have the two left feet, they probably don't have that part of the brain developed, really, no. and have to tap into huh? it and, and uh, practice huh? it, and then realize like okay now i now now the mind body connection mm. is there mm. and everybody can get there but if yeah. they don't use it it's going to be atrophied mm. like a muscle probably you know? yeah i had this uh, last summer um i was working uh, with the Huling, Huling theater oh, yeah. it's mm. like a theater 
place out in Australia and beautiful part of Sweden, south of Sweden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your previous um, guest, uh, Marvin, uh, the, uh, the exactly. magician, were, yes, exactly. was talking about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they have like a, a summer performance every summer. Mm. And the last summer, um, they had a project that uh, uh, the director, one of the directors, was on stage himself, uh, and then he felt that he 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 needs some support from other people, but. Because mm. of the budget, they couldn't afford to have more actors or professionals. Mm. So they had a, like an open call for people to join the performance. Mm -hmm. So his idea was that in some point during the show, they will enter the stage and they will do things with him. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the idea was that we will have like two weekends uh, meeting the people that would be interested. So I would do a workshop with them. Like, a, you know, so they would be moving during the workshop and then try out to put together like little dance, mm. little choreography that would be the finale for the performance. Mm -hmm. And that was extremely interesting because no one knew how this will turn out. No. First of all, because like dance can be scary can be exciting for some people as well. Mm -hmm. uh, but then also this very limited time, mm. uh, how all this can work. But anyway, out of those two weekends, we got actually uh, 40 people interested to mm -hmm. do this. Mm -hmm. So in the beginning, that was the idea that maybe for each, like, you know, that each person will have maybe five, six performances during the whole summer that mm. all, I think they had around 30 maybe altogether. But everyone wanted to do it so much. So we had like 20 people almost even every show mm. because they, want, they, they thought it was so much fun. Mm. But also what, what, what I understood from there that, uh, that people felt after the warm-up we did, I had like a whole routine when we go through the body and we do the warm-up mm. and we create more space inside the joints and I talk. Mm -hmm. I have this, my thing, talking about uh, imagine instead the blood going through your body, imagine that olive oil or uh, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. another type of oil that actually oils your joints, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. that it mm -hmm. kind of opens up and creates this more loose feelings mm -hmm, inside your mm -hmm. body. And you can think like, oh, like crap, what is it? But <laughs> you really could feel on those people. Mm. So when they started to improvise, like, you know, moving inside their joints, mm. they were surprised that actually they could find so many new places in inside their bodies mm. that they could reach. Yeah. Because usually we think of this very obvious kind of, you know, there is the shoulders, there is the hips, mm. there, is a, mm. uh, there is knees, mm. but there is so many things, small things in between as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we normally, maybe, if you don't, like you know train on train on the high level you don't really use okay no so mm. i will say you know like try to loosen up your body and find the the, the thickness inside your joints you know yeah but maybe tight through very hard to explain this through the words <laughs> you need to do it but there was exactly a next fantastic example of what was happening to those people because mm, they were yeah. always saying oh when i came here in the morning i felt so stiff and i i felt like you know like i felt so hopeless mm, and yeah. after like warm-up mm. 45 minutes later they were all like teenagers Yeah, and that's probably not only yeah. the movement. Uh, it's probably just what you were doing with them and uh, telling them to think in a different way. Mm. It's like the placebo effect, mm. like the, the mind-body mm. connection. Mm. You know, you, if you decide that you're stiff and tired, then mm. you probably mm. will be. Mm. Yeah. 
but it's the mindsetting that you yeah. I think you have to start with but also for like a, an ordinary person like I never also like because when I was dancing full time I never really thought of uh, I was getting the training for free mm, mm. so I didn't need to think about mm. then when I become uh, not a full time dancer <laughs> I started to think much more of that and then I felt like is there a way to find things that I can get for free still. Mm. So what is it? To take a staircase mm -hmm. instead of the elevator. Yeah. Small things like this, you know, that's what you read about. Leave the bus. I mean, I don't take, yeah, yeah. I hate buses. I love mm -hmm. bicycles. So yeah. I do mm. cycle a lot. Yeah. But all these small things during the day mm -hmm. that you can, They you know, mm. do instead actually make yourself active. Mm. I will say that's the great first step. Yeah. Everyone is talks how great effect uh, just uh, uh, taking a walks or mm. soft jogging, mm. uh, yoga. I mean, I will say go to the gym and sweat out as well. <laughs> I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. There is a lot of really uh, nice, but it's also the the. I think the I'm a very. I don't train so much on my own at the gym. I go for the um, like a group training. Oh, classes. okay, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. So I do like you know it. It can be anything from cross training to cardio mm -hmm. and uh, I don't pure today was a pure strength for example mm -hmm. and it's just even sometime I feel like oh I don't feel for I'm so happy when I go because after half an hour mm. 45 minutes you're like a new, you're yeah. really like a new person yeah so I would say look for all the possibilities to be active Yes, and what you just said, like yeah. switch it up, yeah. uh, do Small different things. things. Small things. Yeah. So you don't mm. do, focus on just one thing because no. it's going to no. make you rigid in the Put other. Put on the music in the kitchen and kind of just shake your hips, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shake off the stress. That's mm. what we do also a lot with in different workshops I have. We do shake a lot. Yeah, yeah, right. For, as it's a, a way, yeah, uh, as a warm-up, for yeah. example, mm. yeah. That you also, as actors, you work with the voice as well, that mm. you loosen up the, the voice. Yeah, and, so. and our bodies usually. Mm. Uh, mm. Uh, I mean, in school, we always mm. had physical things in the mornings and mm. that loosened you up for the whole The rest of the day in different mm. ways and mm. different teachers had different kind of warm-ups mm. so that it was interesting to, mm. <laughs> to see how you mm. uh, how you adapted to that and uh, and you do adapt like you said like for every small thing mm. i mean i don't have the opportunity to even take the elevator in my house because there there, there is no Lucky elevator <laughs> yeah so i have the stairs but before i moved yeah. here uh, i i could visit friends who lived on the same uh, on the same mm. floor and i was like oh, i have to get walk those stairs up to that guy And now I don't even think about it because I live here now. But but people I know, my friends, they come to the door and they're like, oh, I hate your fucking stairs. <laughs> it's just such a small but thing. But I have yeah. to say always when I see, you know, young people taking elevator to the first mm. floor, first I, floor. Get, I get angry. <laughs> I almost feel like to go to that person and say, come on, what yeah. do you do to yourself? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just... It's just good for you to mm. take the staircase instead. Yeah, and they took the bus <laughs> to the building to take the... Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh. mm -hmm. So I think like just grab every possible chance. Mm. And it can be small things because in the end of the day, if you do a lot of, of the small things, mm. you have quite a good achievement. Yeah. And doesn't have to be advanced, you know, if you don't feel like you want to go to the gym. I mean, there is plenty you can do at home. I mean, there's... Uh, Yeah, oh, just yeah, yeah. small, I have, just small things. I have my weights and my mm. uh, kettlebell mm. and my uh, oh. resistance band. Yeah. Make reason to go to the kitchen many times, you know, instead to sit on the sofa. <laughs> Keep forgetting things. 
<laughs> I do. My my, uh, my short term memory is so bad it's that it just happens automatically. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but there's, do you feel that there's a flip side to this? Like ballet dancers are probably really good a uh, good example uh, it, that they train so much that they can uh, wear themselves out and. Uh, mm-hmm. But so how, how much is too much? Yeah, that's, I think it's much and... more important that you, uh, I think that you continue, that you keep up the training after you stopped being like a f- yeah, full-time so professional. Yeah, so it's not a shock for the body, all of a sudden, yeah, bam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then mm. I think then then you are in danger. I mean, you can also see so with sportsmen sometimes what happens when people stop the mm. the mm. high, tra- like, you mm. know, mm. high advanced training, mm. what happens to the body. Mm. But it also, I mean, there's many dancers that you see that... Uh, uh, when they stop to uh, train, mm, mm. you know, the body starts to change. Mm. But yeah. of course, I mean, it's, it is a profession that overusing body. That's yeah. why. Uh, but I also, uh, it's hard to say because I feel you have to be during the, still during the profession, you know, that sometimes uh, you hear people saying, oh, I know the best, what is, you know, what is best for my body and all this. Mm. I always believed in this, that you have to be just consequent. So, you know, yeah. like you need the, the, the warm-up class, mm. one and a half hour every day or one fifteen. This mm. is the start for a dancer. Mm. It is for a reason. Yeah. Because it makes the body strong and there is a bigger chance that you will last longer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be smart. Yeah. Be smart. Yeah, I but know not the smart the way to say that I know the best what you know, that then I will go. No, because no, you have to push yourself a little bit. You need to. You need to because so you we can are, get to the next level. Yeah. Because we are lazy. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. From the start, we are. Uh, our brains want yeah. us to yeah. be comfortable. Yeah. So I, my my way of thinking always, because I mean, if you count how many classes you do through your long career as a dancer, if you mm. last many, many years, mm. of course, like, you know, in the morning you stand by the bar and do the, 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 the ballet routine, yeah. you can mm. feel a little bit bored. So I don't mm. know, my my way of thinking always was to not do the exercise, to dance them to have fun mm-hmm, with them, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. to treat them light in a way that you have your little stories during these exercises. Mm-hmm. And that's what helped me always to get through and kind of stay in the positive mood. Yeah. And if Instead you train, to kind of feel like, to music oh, or something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That you have oh, another time you have to do this, you know, mm. day after day after day yeah. to kind of have to, to, to play with things. Yeah. Yeah. I notice if I don't mm. do, if I don't remember or just feel too lazy to do yoga for a mm. week. Mm. I, I can feel you lose it very fast. Yeah, I lose it. Yeah, yeah. but and, you can build very fast as well. So that's yeah, the positive. very fast. But yeah. it, it takes mm. just a couple of weeks <gasps> without training for your body mm. to go. Oh, for mm. fuck's sake! Okay, because yeah. uh, the muscles like they go away yeah. from that, and the body memory so quickly. There, I guess, yeah, yeah, you lose it. But that, that's why I say when I stopped, I was shocked. What happened to the mm. that? I mean, I didn't look, but I didn't lose it. Mm. But you felt weaker, and you started to feel here and there. And but when you train, you keep the body compact somehow. Mm. Yeah, you know, oh, the yeah, muscles yeah. are strong and they the whole skeleton has a good base mm. to keep together yeah, yeah, yeah. and so, keep upright <laughs> yeah yeah but i will say i mean look for things that you think it's fun so it's maybe not good to go into things that you really dislike so much no so some people mm-hmm. really dislike group training then you know mm. yeah then maybe mm. you have to think of something else yeah i, uh, I think i mm. see that in some people they they know they have to start training and then they start doing something that they know that they re- don't really mm. enjoy. No, so they have a good excuse a, to, no. uh, couldn't exactly. do it. Oh. Well, of 
course, if you don't even like what you're doing. Mm. <laughs> it's... I always say, like, you know, try to have positive attitude mm. <laughs> to whatever you choose to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And think that, okay, I do this for myself. I did this, do this for my body. Because mm. in the end, the, the, the physicality, the movement, mm. they only work for good for the body, mm. for everything what is inside your body, actually. Yes, absolutely. And you will like it yeah. more. Mm. Uh, and it will make you feel on. better. Will make you feel better. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, body and mind, you know. Mm. Mm. Definitely. So, okay. So you do think that there is something as overtraining because some. Uh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Of course. I mean, yeah. some people don't yeah. think there is. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Mm. So you have to kind of be smart and know, you know, if you have had some heavy injury or something, mm. then um, I was struggling a bit with my lower back and, and uh, then I realized, okay, I have to do more exercises that will strength up the, the, the lower back. I started mm. more mm. with Pilates exercises oh, and, yeah, you know, definitely. and then uh, since then, maybe you don't throw yourself into unknown Mm -hmm. If you get the task, okay, just do like a big, you know, mm -hmm. uh, back. Oh, you yeah, will yeah, think yeah. first before you just throw yourself, you know, not knowing what, what that means for the body. Mm -hmm. So this happened to me in some point that I, after having a problem with my lower back. That, mm -hmm. uh, but on the other hand, I have to also focus more on strength, you know, how to strengthen up the, mm -hmm. to do extra, um, some extra exercises to support the lower back. Yeah. <gasps> But what would mm. be your tips for somebody who's a professional dancer who feel like, oh, I'm about to uh, hit the wall here. I'm about to, I'm, I'm going to be injured permanently if I keep doing this. But you also have to show up for work, you know. Uh, so how, how do you maintain that balance, I guess, is my question. Hmm. Hard to say. I guess then you have to have a... There is always somebody over you, I guess. So yeah, you have to have mm. a, a proper talk, I guess, mm. to a person that has the responsibility over kind of you to mm. make a good plan. Mm. To make a good plan. Because, I mean, like, hiding things for too long, mm -hmm. there is a limit, probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, I, I, then, I guess a lot of mm -hmm, people do that because mm -hmm. they are afraid to lose the, the gig. Yeah. So lose but it, then yeah. you can also think, like, okay, what do you do to yourself for yeah. the rest of the, your life? Yeah. Because is it worth you, it? Yeah, is it worth maybe it? you can't do the next job because you no. injured yourself. There was an interesting <laughs> thing I have to say that, that you know, as dancers, of course, as the, also s people in sports, that there is a lot of injuries. Of course, it is. Mm. That's why it's even more important that you are very consistent with your mm. training so mm. that you keep the body strong. Mm. But things happen. Mm. Uh, and there was a very interesting thing that Alexander Ekman was doing some creation for... Um, Alexander Ekman is one of these kind of names in the in the Swedish dance world. Oh, a choreographer. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, sorry, I took it for granted. But it's like quite a start. But anyway, he is a big name in in a dance mm. uh, dance world, uh, working uh, all over the world, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. big companies. Anyway, he was doing a new work for for Netherlands Dance Theater in 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 um, the Hague, mm. and there was a girl that uh, the first or second day of. When they started the process, she got injured. I don't know what mm. the injury was. Mm. But then when you see the performance, there is a figure walking in a beautiful dress. First, she's just walking from one side to the other side. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing what she does. And she mm. looks stunning. Mm. It's beautiful body, beautiful girl and beautiful dress. Mm. And then later on, I think during the performance, there is coming also a text Mm -hmm. as it would be in her thoughts. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And she says something, oh, you probably wonder what kind of character I am here. 
but I got this fantastic character because I got injured. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. So mm. it made Alexander to think of a character. Maybe from the beginning he wouldn't think to have this kind of character just passing the no, stage from no, side no. to side. Mm. It kind of appeared because he got that in, that injured dancer. So, mm. uh, I mean, not great for the, for the girl to get injured. But anyway, no. you know, you can always see, look at things from different perspective. Yeah. You can try to see the positive even if the thing maybe wasn't from the beginning. Yeah, it's, it's oh. such a great mm. way to mm. think about it as well because mm. he might have, somebody else might have just as easily just fired her because, oh, we can't work mm. you, with you then. <laughs> not in this company. I mean, they are on the proper contract. So, no, no, I don't think so. But, uh, but uh, interesting also for the creation that, you know, mm. the choreographer actually decided to have a character because of what yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, go with it. Yeah. Of course. Mm. All right. But uh, what are you working on nowadays? Oh, yeah, there is a really a crazy spring in the front of me. Yeah. <laughs> so I keep forgetting something. So I have to kind of every morning look into my calendar and check what is it. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, there's today, a, quite, yeah. A, quite a few productions that they are in um, preparation kind of. So I don't specifically work with them mm -hmm. yet. Mm -hmm. uh, but there is a lot of preparation work for different uh, productions. But uh, but talk about your style a little bit because I, I just read a little. Mm. Um, I, I don't, I'm not sure I've seen anything mm. actually more than I've seen a, a few videos of things mm. online, uh, and I read descriptions of it being uh, that you find different shapes and uh, that it, that you uh, that humor is a part of it. Mm. And but yeah, yeah. Tell me your, your I, own I used words. to say I think like late, the the last years I started to call kind of my way of thinking as a choreographer or like the, the style I work with, like action-based choreography. Okay. And when I say action-based, because I like human body mm. and I like to work from, think more of actions than shapes, actually. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. uh, because I believe that you get much deeper understanding for the physicality of that action mm. than you would have just making a copy of a shape. Okay. Does it make yeah. sense? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Because also like this action-based choreography, like I feel that uh, with this uh, way of thinking, I can work with a uh, um, teenager, mm. non-professional. Mm. I can work with pensioner, non-professional. Mm. I can also work with highly professional dancers. Yeah. But it sounds With like the same it's, uh, way of thinking. Yeah, but it mm. sounds like it's motivational based, mm. like mm. like mm. acting or mm. whatever that you. Yeah, you, you in have a way, an intention yeah, exactly, what you, what you yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. You have those actions, and and often the the like the inspirations coming from like everyday everyday movement mm -hmm, in a way. Mm -hmm. So I mean, uh, the insp I mean, I, I I create some of the material myself. Then I will uh, teach the material to the dancers if if we talk about professionals, mm. and I will ask them to transform the material into their own material. So keep some oh, of my okay. things, but make a version of it, mm -hmm. because I like to bring the because we all have our natural way of moving, mm. something that we feel mm. <laughs> kind of more mm. um, confident with. Uh, so I, I like to keep that, but I also don't want the dancers to only stay within their comfort zone. Mm. So that's why I give my my movements to kind of give some directions, but then I ask them to to go with their natural way of moving mm. 
through my mm-hmm. movement mm-hmm. and develop new movements out yeah, of that. Okay. On the top of that, you can be a text as an inspiration, can mm. be a rhythm, can be uh, in the last production I did for Skones Dance Theater just last, um, last spring. Um, I was very uh, excited to work or interested to work with a breath. What does actually what does the breathing makes to the movements or the opposite? Yeah, what yeah, the movement yeah. can do to to our breathing. Yeah, I saw a video um, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. then I also was working with a composer under uh, Anders Ortman. I brought him to the studio actually mm. because I really wanted to to. Um, to push the dancers a little bit more into using the the bodies to create some sound, but mm. not in terms of speaking or singing, mm. but actually finding another type of movements mm-hmm. that creates certain language, but mm-hmm. it's not spoken like in words. No, it's almost <laughs> it's more very hard. Per- percussive, Yeah, exactly. Mm. But then you realize after a while that actually it does say a lot, even mm-hmm. though it, there is no words on it. Mm-hmm. So... Um, um, yeah, it was really, it was uh, really, really cool to 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 work with with, yeah. uh, with that. So you you will actually get uh, choreographies based on the performer uh, in a way. Uh, if you have that kind of collaboration, if they you want mm. want them yeah. to incorporate. Yeah, I will your... very much see in the beginning when at the very beginning when I started to choreograph it, I could say my eighty eight percent of the movements would come from me. Yeah. So the dancers will more learn the movements. Mm. Uh, but on the way, I think that's happened to many people. You start to get so tired with your own personal body language. Yeah, yeah. No because ideas. we all have. Yeah. And even mm. if you kind of try to push yourself different ways, it's it's always there. Mm. So uh, that's why I started to bring the dancers a little bit more. Yeah, but I, I remember also this being dancer myself that it wasn't quite exciting when you got a creator, choreographer coming into the studio and doing, saying, do something. Mm. I found it very uninteresting mm. because I didn't feel I can, I can grow or improve or experience something new. Uh, okay. Because then I would land again in my comfort zone, mm-hmm. in, my, in my own body language. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, but it didn't happen very often, but it did happen mm. sometimes. Mm. But it was always very, very cool if the choreographers were coming with exciting tasks, mm. whatever mm. the task will be, mm. because then you feel like, you know, you you were pushed out of your comfort zone, which I think that's the way always that you start to um, learn new things about yeah. yourself as well yeah, and come sounds, up with new things. sounds like yeah. you're very adaptive and uh, f- flexible yeah. as a mm. choreographer, like since you mm. were talking about the, the senior... Uh, exactly. You, oh, actors. It's or, the same. Yeah, like you, yeah. Can, you, you can look at somebody and mm. say, oh, I know what I have to work mm. with here and mm. develop mm. something that exactly. fits just yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. So that's why it's, it's, it's also it works very well working with actors because mm. you take from their physicality yeah. and then yeah. then you are the guide in a way mm-hmm. you say like oh mm-hmm. but if you think like this if you twist twist this way mm-hmm. or if you think if you kind of put another uh, you know um, a spice on it mm-hmm. so you kind of like fill up with a lot of ideas you mm-hmm. you guide the person through mm-hmm. but still it will come the movements will come from something that the person can do mm-hmm. so you, you understand because mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. sometimes you get a choreography and you feel like i can't succeed mm-hmm. You, you feel that, mm. okay, you're not comfortable with it. And then I feel that then you can't also work in your full, 
in a way mm. because you start to block yourself. Yeah. Yep. So that's why mm. I usually like with actors, I create together with them. I will have some short phrases as an inspiration, but then I start to guide them through mm. and kind of push them different directions. Mm. Mm. Uh, based on them. Mm. Yeah, mm. Based on them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But the humor and the absurdity. Yeah. is definitely something that kind of comes out. Right. Usually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though I don't look for it, I have to say, but it just okay. comes. It's, it's, <laughs> then it's, it's you, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah somehow. <laughs> mm. Um, if one wants to check out your work, you do have a website. Uh, yes, yeah. You can find you at, uh, and that is LydiaVos.com, Lydia uh, mm. right? Yes, 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 that's correct. Uh, do you have any social media accounts or something that people should follow? Ah, not so much. I'm just this old-fashioned Facebook mm. I use for work. I'm not much on Instagram or anything. No. But the, mm-hmm. the, the, the website is quite updated, so yeah. you can find the information. That, mm. <gasps> oh. All right. Anything you want to add? Otherwise, anything else you want to plug? Or um, no, I will just say again: encourage people to 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 move, mm. to take all the small opportunities to be active. Yeah, not allow yourself to feel too lazy it's and sedentary <laughs> be lazy with a happy face and do things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all um, right. Great. And we'll round it off. Thank you. Thank you so much.